amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Mobile your podcast can shoot you the shit. Gringo Flacco, Cornell Watton, Kuliado. Mobile your podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to a new uh, episode of What Web Podcast, the best podcast in English that there is today in this fucking country. I'm over here with my friend Chris. <laughs> yeah. How the hell? How the hell are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing all right. Um, you doing okay? I'm surviving, man. Surviving. Sur- surviving. Are you going crazy already because of the quarantine? I'm doing. I figured out ways to leave. So I like. I've gotten better at like not asking for permission and just just leaving whenever I want. Just go, like you mean, like going out? Yeah, I just go to Santa Lucia Park. Or, yeah, yeah. And what you like? You sit down and shit. Yeah. You still wear your your mask though, right? I still wear my mask. I still There wear it. Yeah. Once in a while, like I'm feeling cool, I'll like I'll take it down. But yeah, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day because she's really keen into like, okay, if we're gonna go out, then we have to go online and get like the special permit and shit. And I'm always like, fuck it, man. Nobody ever asked for it. Because it's true, man. Like, every time I take it out, nobody asks for the fucking thing. Th- I've gotten it so many times, probably at least, like, six or seven times. And they've never even, like, once hesitated there. Or just, just, yeah. You know. They they asked me once for it. But most of the time, like, I'll walk right next to a fucking cop. And they'll just, you know, do whatever. You know, arrest immigrants or whatever. And, uh... Um, the, <laughs> sweet, the sweet, sweet <laughs> yeah. Haitians. Yeah, they take <laughs> the sweet Haitian. They're like, oh, so there's a Chilean guy there, and there's a ha- oh, that Haitian must be. He looks like trouble. So they've never once they asked uh, once for it, but then I don't know. Like the other day, I bought a CD like from a guy off Facebook. It was like we'll get together in the subway station. So I was gonna go meet him. You and got I thought, a CD? I'm take, uh, yeah, like a Nirvana thought, CD. Or like, what'd you get? Why'd you get a CD? Uh it's a CD on music from Final Fantasy the movie. It's just like to have it like a collector thing. I'm not gonna play the fucking thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just to have it like to show it off. That's cool. And, um, yeah. Yeah. It was cheap, man. Tres Luca. So I was like, uh, should I take out the fucking permit just to go al metro and then back? You know, like, do I need it? But what happens if I get caught in the meantime? I, you know? The, the multas are like two hundred thousand, right? Yeah, they're they're crazy expensive, right? So I thought, okay, and I found out like a master plan for it. What'd you figure it out? So what I do is I do like most of the thing on my cell phone and then I go out with my cell phone and then if a cop or if I see a cop coming nearby or something, then I'll turn on the phone and I'll, and I'll finish like the whole process of asking for it. Uh, you know, because, because you can only get takeout for like two a week, right? Two per week. That's really clever. Yeah, so I do that, just in case, if I see, like, a cop, oh, man, they're walking this way, and they might fucking, you know, do something, then I'll do it. So I'll, I'll panic a little bit, and I start filling in, like, the info, but then, yeah, they just walk right by me, you know, and they say nothing. So it's still a fucking waste of time. So it's like you have the info, and if he were to actually say, uh, whatever the fuck they yeah. you know, 
Then you. Oh, the muchacho. 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 Yeah, I'm like, oh, here you have it, officer. You know, but yeah. But then my girlfriend was like, but you shouldn't do that though, because you're only supposed to go out like twice. You know, you should be you should be concerned about the pandemic. And she's right, man. She's right. You know, like everybody should be like her. You should be concerned. Like, no. Why do you have to be concerned? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a responsibility, right? Like not going out so you don't get sick, and then you don't get any other anybody else sick. Dude, my attitude know? jumps like every. Well, one day I'm like, you know what? Let's be really careful. The next day I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like whoever gets sick is. <laughs> Whoever gets sick, he's supposed to die already. So who cares? I'm like, I'm tired of being stuck. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the economy needs to get working again. I'm like, let's go do shit. Like, and then I go back to, oh, you know what? But it's better stay. I swear, every day I like, I fluctuate. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. It's the same here. Like I said, most people should think like her, but you know, at the same time, I was like, nah, who cares? Fuck it. You know, I'm just going to the metro and back. What could happen? What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that can happen, right? Like, I'm going to get a fucking disease and then I might die from it, you know? I don't know. It's, it's, still, it's still crazy to think about. You get a multa and you can't pay yeah. it right away. They take you to jail and you get raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's the patriarchy working for you. <laughs> you know? Like, you want to stay out of jail because you don't want to get raped by some fucking flight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you can't get raped by somebody that can barely speak well Spanish. Nah, nah, if you're gonna get raped, it's gotta be high class rape. High class rape, right? Somebody from the elite. The Harvey Weinstein. I wanna get Harvey. The Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, he should fucking rape me, and then I'll say, okay, give me money, or I'll fucking tell. <laughs> give me money, or I'll rat you out. It worked for a while, for some people, I guess. Yeah, yo, speaking about that rape shit, did you see all that crap about the girl that escaped from, like, where they had her? She was, like, a girl, like, a young girl, and they were doing, like, child pornography with her, and she ran away. It was movie shit, man. Oh, it's just horrible. Horrible, man. Ho fucking horrible. It was two guys and a woman that were involved in making pornography. It was, like, a girl that had been missing for, since I don't know how long. Holy shit, and that was here in Chile? Yeah, that was here, man. I'm telling you, we're turning into the United States now because of you, you fuck. Yeah, you guys don't have to strive for those. I mean, what? Why? 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 <laughs> you know, we don't want that kind of shit. Just give us the money. You don't got you know, a buff. You don't got a Buffalo Bill like we Buffalo Bill. Exactly. We, we don't need any of that, right? We don't need no Hannibal Lecters. So yeah, it was crazy. Do you ever recall a story? I remember about one that there was this girl that was. Uh, she was kidnapped and it disappeared for like 20 years and the fucking neighbor had her like in the basement. Like the next door neighbor. I've heard of this one, yeah. Yeah. And she, she escaped, she right? And right after like 20 or something years because she had Stockholm Syndrome, I think she had kids with the fucking guy. Like it was crazy, man. She had like a subterrain for the subterrain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's so fucked up, man. He was that, I wonder. Yeah, man. I I wonder, like, especially these people that were because this is was in San Joaquin, actually. Here, let me see if I can find the news because um, San Joaquin is crazy, man. San Joaquin is like, oh no, San Joaquin is like San Miguel is like kind of flight there, right? San yeah, Miguel. they both are. Okay, <laughs> they both are. <laughs> they both are, and everything with everything with Saint before it is pretty fucked. I saw meeting a guy at a party. I was like, oh my god, it was one of the worst parties of my life in Chile. Really? Why? Because I was moving. Like, you're moving. Okay. When I first moved to Santiago, yeah. dude, I didn't have shit. I didn't know what, like, where to stay. I just had my suitcases and, mm -hmm. and my backpack. Okay. And so my one friend, who I'll we'll just, we'll call him Ben. 
Dude, okay, let's call him Ben. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. He's like, come stay with uh, me. Like, you can stay here for a couple of days, no problem. Uh, uh-huh. So I like, I show up at his apartment. He's like, yeah, my, my wife's not here, so we're just we're just partying right now. And I was like, all right, yeah. And I was like, okay, could, is there like a guest room for me? And he's like, no, I already got somebody staying there. I open the door and there's this guy sleeping, like super flighty, man. Like really? <laughs> yeah. Not to like, I don't, I don't have any problem. Like I like hanging out with people who are flighty too. I just, it's, I just noticed it right away. I don't like fucking flight to people, so... I mean, you know, for me, it's like a... Cu- them. It's a cultural yeah. experience for me. Well, uh, yeah, you're like, wow, flight this. That, that sounds, sounds cool. cool. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's awesome. But then mm-hmm. I had to sleep on the couch, and then, like, where the fuck did I put my my Because my there were, like, three other people hanging around. Dude, they were all coked out like crazy. They didn't sleep. What? Oh, I'm, I'm losing you there, buddy. I'm losing you. Where did you go? Oh, my God. I'm back. There you are. Okay. So we so you went to the room. There was a flight. The guy sleeping there. I had to sleep on the couch, but these people weren't mm-hmm. fucking sleeping. They just played the same like reggaeton music all all like day and night on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like walked around, uh-huh. and, and dude, they had this like flight day girl that they were all sleeping with, including my friend who had a wife. What they were like fucking her? Yeah, and they were like, they're like, take your turn if you want. And I was like, this is horrible. Like this is. <laughs> Oh god, really? And then I couldn't sleep because my maleta was right there. Because they could steal my fucking maleta with my computer, and I was so scared. Yeah. So that I sounds just... like the worst fucking party ever. Yeah. And the one guy walked around. He was like basically naked, and he just like walked uh-huh. around with a towel on. He's like, "Soy de San Miguel. Soy de San Miguel." <laughs> he's oh, like, god. <laughs> he's like, "Tengo tres negocios." <laughs> and yeah. Sh- and they they must what? They were like drug trafficking, right? They must have at least two of them involved coke. I'm sure. And they were all fucking this random girl? This one girl who was really flighted, man, was not, she wasn't attractive. It was bad. Really? Yeah, really flighted. Like, really, really flighted? Yeah, my, my friend walks in, he's like, dude, she's a freak, just so you know. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so what, so what? Did they expect you to, like, you know, just, like, put a condom on and go, okay, my turn? I don't know. I think just because I was that guy's friend before that. Oh, so you you were entitled to a, a little fuck on? I think yeah, just because it was like his apartment and like I knew him kind of like we hung out like we'd smoke weed you know once once every yeah. couple months you know for like a year or so I, th- I thought that I thought I knew him enough apparently I didn't apparently you did not apparently so what he was like hey listen flake the bitch I got this friend of mine uh, could you let him stick it in you please I don't no, no, and I'll get and I'll give you some weed was it something like that. I don't know how, dude. I don't know how it works in those like social circles. How that happens? Okay. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I've I've had the opportunity to engage in that kind of shit, but no, I don't know. I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not that dirty. You're not that dirty. <laughs> no, you know. Like, I mean, I couldn't do that right immediately after some guy's fucking. Like, I don't know if I hear. I don't know, like a friend of mine or something. Well, I fucked her before. Like, I don't mind, but if it's, like, right exactly after some other that, Sorry, the no. es- Eskimo brothers, right? Eskimo brothers. Right, the Eskimo brothers. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that, man. Fucking, I'm not an ice climber, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I do remember once I went to a party, but that was a, a, that was a pretty cool party, though. But it, it got weird. It was also in, like, a really, f- in a really flighted place. Like, I had a friend of mine, a longtime friend. And he used to live around, like, everywhere. It was like whoever got sick of him, then they would just toss him around somewhere else. So I met him when I lived in Kirigura, and there he lived, like, with his grandmother. 
or something. Okay. Because uh, because this guy's mom and his sister were living in the states. So basically, the mom and the sister were in the states, and they were like saving up enough money to to bring him over to. But I think that uh, somewhere around the line, that plan kind of just got you know tossed aside. They just gave up on him. Yeah, they just like, nah. You know, are we gonna save more money for this prick, really? You know, so <laughs> he would never leave. Like it was always, it was every time that you talk to him, he's like, ah, I'm not trying to find a real job because you know, like my mom's gonna any time now. She's gonna you know send that letter from the states, and it never <laughs> happened. You know, esa letra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, esperando la cartita, but no, it, it just never happened. So la cartita, yeah. So he lived with his grandmother for a while, which is when I met him. And then afterwards, he had to leave from there. I don't know why. And he went to live, like, with an, an uncle of his. And then after that, he had to go live with somebody. You know, like, he was living everywhere for, like, bits and pieces of time. Okay. So so this one time, he was living somewhere, and his uh, his uncle had fucking sold the house that they were living in. So they told him, okay, like, that house is going to be vacant. Uh, and we're gonna sell it. So while while we sell it, like you can live there, basically. Oh no, it was the worst yeah. thing I could have done. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was. You know, they told him like you you got to keep up with the bills, you know, but we won't charge you any rent. You kids, you, know? you kids behave yourselves. Like yeah, it was it was just him alone, right? So it was mm. like uh, we you could you have to pay your bills, and uh, if we tell you like buddy, you gotta leave, then you leave, right? Okay. I think I think in retrospect, it's just that they didn't want that house. Cause it was a big house. They just didn't want it to be alone, I guess, and that's why like yeah, you can live there rent free, you know. But there was nothing in it. It was like a huge fucking hole. Make sure you don't throw any big parties while we're gone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? Might as well not. Yeah, so there was this, it was a huge fucking house, man, but there was nothing in it. Like, there was no refrigerator. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like a school gym, basically. Oh, uh, that's perfect. You know, just, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's like just, just this huge ass open space. So obviously, like, the first fucking weekend he's there, he's like, I'm gonna throw a massive party, man. You gotta be here, I remember. <laughs> so we went there. I remember this fucking guy didn't have toilet paper. Uh, that's right? like the most bachelor problem of all time. Yeah, he didn't have toilet paper because, yeah, he, he didn't have chicks over, I guess. So I'm like, so well, don't you wipe your ass, bro? You know, like, he didn't have any, uh, toilet paper. Remember, that was a fucking, we realized it before the chicks were gonna arrive, which was like at 11. Go find fucking toilet paper at 11 at night in a fucking flight to neighborhood, man. We had to walk everywhere. <laughs> you know, I remember. I remember. He said, "Well, if they have to take a piss, then we'll just clean them up with our tongues." You know, and shit like that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so <funny. laughs> Yeah, that's some grimy shit, man. Oh, that's no. some grimy shit. No, no. But anyway, the thing is that that party was okay. He didn't have a, a fridge, right? And we were all young there, so basically we all just drank beer. But he didn't have a fridge, so the fucking um, the fucking bath. Was filled with water and ice, and then we just throw beers in there. I've seen, you know, I've seen that too at a couple of flights. I think, yeah, yeah, you know, and just salt, you know, and not a lot of ice, mind you. You know, it's not like these tubs where you get like cans of beer. It was just like water and like a couple of fucking, I don't know, ten cubes of ice thrown in there, nice. and a lot of salt because basically salt, I guess, accelerates the cooling process. I don't know. The thing <laughs> is that. The thing is that that party was pretty good because there was a lot of women in it. There was like, I think that there was an equal amount of men to women in that party. It was like a one-to-one oh, one ratio. Hard to achieve. Yeah, yeah, totally hard to achieve. It was like a one-to-one one ratio. They couldn't have planned it better. 
Man, and then I remember I was dancing with somebody. I don't know who the fuck she was, man. I never knew, like, what her name was. <laughs> we were all dancing in a line, and then suddenly they started, like, oh, we're going to play. Uh, here it was called El Monito Mayor, but it's basically like Simon Says. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, basically. So, like, you put everybody in a line. You and you're dancing with your partner, right? So the first guys in the line, they'll do something, and then everybody else has to replicate it, right? Okay. So so the, fir- so the first girl, she would, like, I don't know, do, like, a little, like, striptease. I don't know. She'd, like, dance, like, kind of sexy. <laughs> then everybody else would do it, right? Then everybody else uh, would do yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fun in games. And then they started making out. So then everybody was making out with their dance fucking partner. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I guess we're going to make out now. And then, I don't know when or how, really, it, it just turned into a fucking sex fest. Oh, orgy! It was, but it was gross, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's not not <laughs> that's cool how, at all. That's how orgies happen. Playing Simon Says by playing Simon Says, it was it was not cool at all, man. Like I remember, so there there are no beds in this fucking place, right? Okay, you're there just saying, if you want to sleep like on dirt, basically. Basically, right? So there aren't any rooms either, mattresses, anything like that, or, or, or enough different rooms for, like, the different couples. There are garbage cans. <laughs> exactly. So, man, you go, like, to the living room, and there would be, like, I don't know, like, a couple here, five feet away, another couple there. And, um, we take this. And then I got some popcorn. Oh, damn. 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 Uh... The, there would be couples there. They would be covered, like, with, I don't know, a jacket. <laughs> okay. You know, That's it? it was just... And, and have yeah. you ever tried, like, having sex on the floor? Like, on the bare floor? Uh, no. I haven't. It's it's really, really, really uncomfortable, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, man. Uh, unless unless the girl is like willing to I don't know like go on all fours and stand like a cow basically which none of them will you know especially <laughs> if you don't know them yeah it's just it's just so fucking uncomfortable bro oh, and, uh, man. and also like I could feel everybody's fucking eyes on me and everybody was looking at everybody right like everybody I think there were even some switcheroos going on bro there was some the, the Houdini is that what it's called the, the Houdinis yeah so I remember I told her and, and I couldn't fucking get it up either cause I get a lot of fucking people looking at me you know you got I'm stage, a bit drunk stage fright that's stage fright of course I'm a little bit drunk you know I was I was fairly unexperienced then I was like 16 years old when this shit happened okay you know so that you got all the fucking people looking at you the shitty ass reggaeton blazing oh uh, man yeah, that's what it is like, that's, that's the kicker it's the reggaeton music that it just like it it lull it like lulls you into this like hypnotic state of like just fear after a period of time. Exactly. It's it just it just fucking sucks, man. It's just terrible music. So all that I couldn't get it up, right? So and and the girl's like, "Come on, man. Look at everybody else having fun, you know." And I got stuck with you, you cocksucker. Why? <laughs> so I re- <laughs> you know, so I said, I said, okay, let's go to the bathroom. I remember this like just as if it was yesterday. Okay. So I move, I, just to go to the bathroom, I had to move through like other, like five other fucking couples, man, having sex, bitches, like jumping on top of some other guys, man. It was just weird. Oh no. Yeah, you know, like and it smells too. You know, like that's all, all the shit that you don't see in pornos, like all the fucking smell and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. I go to the bathroom, and before I can enter the bathroom, I hear, like, eh, eh, eh. I'm like, oh, God, you know? <laughs> and then I thought, because I didn't have anything, like, to cover myself with, if, if at least I could cover, like, my ass, you know? No, you were totally I, naked as you guys were in the bathroom. Something. Yeah, like, I mean, from from the pants <laughs> down, you know? Like, but if, if only I could cover myself <laughs> with something, I thought then maybe, yeah, that would work, yeah. right? 
So I didn't have anything to cover myself with. And then I found like a room. There was a big ass bed. And I saw like there were like four people sleeping on in it. And they looked like they were asleep, asleep, asleep. And on top of them, they had a lot of covers. So I said, I'll just take this one cover, you know? They have a lot. They're, they're not going to freeze to death. I'll just take this one cover and then I'll use it so I yeah. can, you know, have sex like like a normal human being. So, in a bathroom. Uh, bad luck. Like a normal human yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't going to be able to do it in the bathroom, but somewhere. So I remember that I, I took the fucking, uh, I took the comforter out, the plumon. And when I did, I, I had gauged that there were many more of these, but it was only actually one. So when I did that, I uncovered all these people, and all these fucking people were butt naked too, man. It was like four people in a fucking bed, man. They're like three oh, guys and a girl. Like, I don't know. It was just fucking weird, bro. It's like when you lift up the hamster feet and you realize there were a lot more hamsters than you thought. There you go. T- totally. You know, you see some asses and some, like, erect dicks. Yeah. You know, like, like there, yeah. there's just a worm. Like, you, you see one worm, you, you grab the, the mud, and there's, like, actually a ton of worms there. There you go. Exactly what happened. So in the end, I had to go to like to the fucking backyard or something, and I was able to pull it off just barely, you know. But but I remember it being like really weird. I don't know why we were talking about this shit. Good. Oh, flight the parties. Bad flight the parties. Man. Yeah. Flight the parties. There you go. Yeah. God. So flight the parties are then, fun though. Yeah. Go on. And then and then uh, comes daylight. Right? Man, was she fucking ugly? Man, was she ugly? <laughs> daylight like, come and God. we wanna go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, like goddamn, was she ugly, bro? Oh no. You know, like she she had a nice ass. I gotta say, but she was like really ugly. And she's like, I'll give you my phone number so we can hang out again. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. You got you, know? tra- you got trapped. It happens, man. Yeah, I just told her, like, listen, I have a girlfriend. I didn't, though. I was like, yeah, sorry, you know? I really want to again, but I'm on my man period. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, what, was I going to lie to her? You know, like, yeah, sure, I love you, and then never call? Nah, come on, not a prick. I just should have said, listen, you're uglier than my ass, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should have said, listen, you're totally ugly. Yeah, dude, stuff happens. Parties are... Ugh, who knows what the fuck's gonna happen at these parties? Those are flighty parties, man. My friend, he wasn't that, he was a bit flighty. You know, he wasn't that flighty, but he was like really into reggaeton. And a lot of fucking girls are, that are into that shit sound really flighty, at least back then. There was a girl I was like kinda hanging out with, a, I'd say like four or five months ago. And she was really cool, but yeah, when I like asked her about her musical taste, it was like strictly reggaeton. And that for, yeah. that for me was like a big red flag. Yeah, like I can respect reggaeton. Like if you want to dance to it, I just don't see how people can like listen to it like on a daily basis. Yeah, be like yeah, she, yeah, this beat is awesome. Like it's not; it's totally repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Then no, she was like, the new Bad Bunny album is like the best album I've heard like ever. And I was like, really? I was like, there's maybe a song or two I think are kind of interesting, but like this, the, I don't know. Like, bitch, have you ever listened to Queen? You should say. Yeah. Yeah, the best Bad Bunny album in my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't try to judge people. Just solely based on their musical taste but at least back then at least in that party like all the girls were like really 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 flaked and they all had boyfriends too and shit and that's just just dangerous yeah that's so risky you know? so risky that's totally totally risky I, I think I told you once that I almost got killed by some fucking guy that I almost I almost I almost did the dirty deed with the flight the girl and it turns out that it was good that I didn't because like the night before the guy went to her house the ex-boyfriend went to her house made a scene started throwing uh, fucking shock uh, bullets in the air Whoa. and he shot I swear I swear and he shot like a three year old girl unintentionally like in the leg 
and the little girl was like the daughter of like the head fucking narco of that of that uh, comuna or población whatever and then they had to they had to get the fuck out of Dodge because they were like wanted by the fucking drug dealers but that was the night before you almost stuck it in this girl that was the night before that, <laughs> that same that same night I had thought about going there because she was like really one thing about flight the girls like that they'll be really, really direct you know they're like yeah I want to fuck you so yeah I have a boyfriend so you know yeah. at, at least at least in my experience you know I don't know how it is now yeah yeah oh my god that's such a wacky story I got nothing I that goes after that man he shot, know, a that, that, that was, he shot a three-year-old girl. He shot a three-year-old girl. Yeah, it was a vala loca, right? It was like a straight bullet. He he went home. And he's like, I miss you. Ah, where is he? He started like firing shots, and one of them, like I guess, ricocheted somewhere, and shot like a girl, a three-year-old girl in the leg. Wow. Yeah. That no, oh, that's it. wow. That okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and that that could have been me, the one taking the fucking shots, bro. You know, so it's a good thing to, to think with your bigger head once in a while. <laughs> Man, no, I, I wow, I'm, I'm gonna heed these lessons. Thank you, thank you, mm. thank you. So yeah, no, no flight the girls, no flight the women. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, so that was the only flight the party that that you've been to, the one that totally sucked. Cause see, mine, I thought it was gonna be awesome, and I thought, yeah, a lot of girls, yeah, awesome, and then it turned into that fucking fuck fest that was just disgusting. For me, it just it's happened to me a lot. I've been to other semi-flight day parties where it's like my enthusiasm to get into like Chilean culture leads me there. And it, uh-huh. and as soon as I get there, where it's like when I used to live in Los Andes, it was like I was, I live like kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So like I would go to some flight day party in San Felipe or like Santiago and dude, I had no way to get fucking home. Like mm-hmm. I, and I, oh God, that's just the worst feeling when it's like 2.30. I realize I'm not having that much fun. No one really cares about me going back to where I came from. I can't go back to where I came from, and I don't know yeah. where I'm going to sleep, and I'm just with people I don't know. Yeah. That's a terrifying yeah. feeling, dude. That's a terrifying feeling. But are you are you really in for, like, going back home? Because before, I would go to parties, and I'd just sleep over anywhere. Yeah, then, I don't know, do you want to, like, sleep on some random person's couch? Or, like, sometimes they, yeah. sometimes they even have couches. you like, been to parties where you, like, have to sleep on the floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been to some. But when I was younger, though, I remember that when I was in college, I always used to go out and like to party at night, and I didn't know like where I would end up, and I didn't care. You know, like sometimes we'd partying somewhere, and then we'd go somewhere else, and then I don't know, a random friend of yours would be like, "Yeah, you can crash in my place." And you're like, "Yeah, I don't care." That was. I feel like I had the a period of like, of like that in college, but then like my first two or three years in Chile, I was outgrowing it. But it was like my, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Like I, I just wanted to go to the party and as soon as I got there I was like I had I had already matured as you know, like it was weird. Uh, yeah, I hate sleep I hate sleeping over now. I really, really don't like it. Yeah. You know, like whatever time it is, however far it is, I just wanna get home. But when I do sleep over someplace though, man, it's such a good time. It's just an excuse to get drunk. To yeah. just do something stupid. To be yeah. a total ass, make an ass of myself, man. That's the best. Yeah, see, for me, like, there's, I don't know, I don't care where it is, but I always need to get home. Like, I feel like, okay, I want my home now. You know, like, I've been to places, like, even friends of mine that I've known for a while now. Um, like, the other, I don't remember when it was, it was like three weeks ago that we went out, like, at 7 p.m., a friend of mine, he was like, listen, we haven't had any human contact at all with anybody. You know, why don't you come over, we'll have a couple of drinks, and then you leave before El Toque de Guerra, right, which is at 10. Oh, okay. And it got there like it's seven. I said, all right, a good three hours. You know, I'll do it. 
And then, yeah, by 9.30, I was like, have another one. Like, have another one. Let's drink another one, you know? And um, and most of my friends, they were like, ah, we'll just stay here. And he's like, yeah, you guys can stay here. There's plenty of rooms. And I'm like, nah, man, I'd rather go home for some reason. I just don't like staying out now. Uh, no, it's fun. If I get away with it, it's cool. But yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't do it very often anymore, man. I need really special circumstances. Exactly, you know? Like, I think my bed is too comfortable, maybe. I don't know. I just think about my bed. Like, whenever I'm out partying... Like, the more the night goes on, I'm, the more I'm thinking about my bed, you know, how comforting it's going to be. That's true. Your party, you know? the parties you throw, that, that always reminds me of, like, The Office. Which is really? A, it's just this random collection of characters. Yeah, like, always, yeah. And it's like, now we're going to do Just Dance. And now we're going to do, and I don't know, it's just funny, like, the, the there's a, is a leveled awkwardness about it that I find, like, endearing. Yeah. <laughs> a level of awkwardness I'd never heard of that but yeah I just have like s- so random friends like most of my friends don't know each other and nobody knows anybody at your parties yeah it's really funny yeah <laughs> yeah you know like everybody I don't have like a large group of friends they're always like a friend that I have left over from school another friend that I have left over from college a cousin of mine. <laughs> it's like this guy Some... writes writes a blog this guy is yeah. uh, something else like, like this girl I used to work with her uh, a long time ago you know it's like yeah it's like that kind of shit I, I'm always inviting like a person separately like I have to call different different people whereas other people they just call like their group of friends like okay you guys come over uh, yeah yeah exactly I, dude, yeah, I'm the same I'm like a feral cat man I don't have one group of friends really yeah no me neither man uh, we're just loners I guess I feel like I'm Dennis Rodman yeah <laughs> maybe we're maybe we're autistic <laughs> have you ever thought about getting yourself checked for autism no it's good yeah I mean I know I'm not autistic but sometimes I kind of feel that way you know and sometimes the same thing that happens to you I'll, I'll arrive somewhere and I'm like yeah I want to leave <laughs> so quickly There's, so quickly I yeah. know I look I look the party up and down and I know whether it's gonna tantalize me or not like yeah yeah I understand yeah I'm the same way buddy same here it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess we're too old for it. At least I am. But now there's no parties. For me, it's been really tough just not having any, what I would describe as adrenalinic experiences. Yeah, like a get-together? Dude, Pichanga, done. All right? I missed the shit yeah. out of Pichanga. Okay. I missed... Yeah, you can't do that anymore. I can't do that, man. Not even, There's just no way. I would run the risk of getting COVID just to play a fucking Pichanga. Really? Also, you yearn for it. Oh, you, You're missing it. God. You're missing it dearly. I miss it so much. Talking shit. Uh, just they don't. They don't have a name for pichangas in English, right? You say pickup game. Yeah. A pickup game. Pickup soccer. Yeah. Oh, I never heard of that. I guess that could be our word of the day. Pickup game. But pickup, dude. Pickup is so flexible. Pickup has a lot of meanings. Yeah. Yeah, pick up like picking up women. You can also, yeah, like you pick up women, you, or you show up, you approach them cold, you don't know them at all, you know? Okay, uh, I, I've heard that as opening. I, okay, so I, you're, you're, you know you know very specifically then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know the game. Yeah, yeah, the game, yeah, yeah. I, I Did you ever read that book, The by, Game? By Neil Strauss, yeah, I read it. You read it. Everybody, everybody, like, born between... Okay, yeah. okay, but everybody that that's not here in Chile, though. I get, yeah, okay. Wow, I, I didn't know that you'd ever read that book, man. I, I, at last I have somebody to talk to about that motherfucking book, man. 
Oh, why? You don't like the book? It's a great no, book. No, I like it. I like it. It's great. It's all, you yeah. know what I mean? It's great, but I just can't talk with anybody about it because nobody has fucking read it. The, the book, so those who don't know, the game, yeah, it's written by this guy who, it's like his entry into this world of people who are known as pickup artists. So it's like, yeah, yeah they're like men who like to go out and find women. And they their high score, like the way they rate their own success, is by how many women they slept with. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which really concerns me. Because, like, they must be you – get, you get, like, transmitted diseases, right? Like, that, that can happen, I'm pretty sure. Totally, yeah. Because they just don't care. Yeah, but they're always talking about um, condoms and shit like that. Yeah, okay. I remember, yeah. <clears throat> there they had opening, and there was also um, negging. Remember that? Yeah, so ne- yeah, negging is like you, you tell a girl, like, oh, I don't, you know – those shoes are great, but those shoes are so great because, like, they are clearly more expensive than your dress or something like that. Yeah, it's like a backhanded compliment. Uh. Yeah, I remember one specifically that was in that book that was an example of negging, and it was like, I love your skirt. My sister has the same one. Oh, nice. Okay, that's classic. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, because girls, they, they, they don't like, like, having the same clothes as other people. That's a real subtle neg. I like that one a lot. It's, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used it back in the day because all, all that shit that's in the game, it does work to a certain extent. It's just that by the end of the book, he's like, yeah, this is all bullshit. And, you know, like at the end of the day, this isn't going to get you like a meaningful relationship. Well, it's like no, no amount of women can can fill the space in their hearts. It, it was like kind of it, a cheesy ending. Yeah, it's kind of a cheesy ending. Yeah. Did you read the sequel to that book? There were so many. I don't remember which one. No, it's by Neil Strauss also, and it's, it's something like, fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's a sequel to that one, because by the end, he's, he, his girlfriend is this chick that played with Courtney Love, and, um, he gets a relationship with her, and they have, uh, kids and everything, and then he gets divorced, and he talks about all that. Neil Strauss? Yeah, yeah, the same guy. It's so, he really went through, like, a huge transformation, because I remember, yeah. like, Dude, I remember he was style. He was style. Yeah, so he gets a name, right? They all have like nicknames, yeah. all these like pickup artists, mystery, style, ju- yeah, juggler. Mystery. <laughs> like, yeah, juggler. I remember him. There was one that was called Tyler Durden. <laughs> Tyler Durden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's so. But that, the fact that. I remember like he starts out, Neil Strauss, like the original one. He like climbs the ranks, but he starts out as like a total nerd, right? Yeah, he's like, because he's a writer. I remember seeing his profile on MySpace, and it was like, well, like, I'm a sharp guy with a quick wit, quick wit and yeah. a huge dick, and I don't have time for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have time for you, yeah. It was like, so, yeah, it was just so harsh. I was like, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen, like, interviews of him? Not recently, but... Oh, no, me neither. No, recently, no, ever. Like, I read that a long, long time ago, but it was, it was a re- Oh, sorry. It was a really fun read. I remember when I read it. It was really good. That guy, Mystery, he also got his, his own show afterwards. You, you yeah. ever watch it? He got a show on VH1. On yeah. VH1. It was called The Pickup Artist. I think it was it was supposed to be reality television, but I think it was like super staged. It was totally staged, man. And it was fucked. And then a lot of people were complaining about it because they were saying that the show was misogynistic. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. that's real debatable. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of women involved in it, and they were a lot like, no, this is a misogynist, it was just teaching guys, like, how to be more assertive or whatever. I think the early part, like, the game has, like, evolved. At the beginning, it was like, like, do this, like, be mysterious, like, wear a big hat, and you'll get laid. Like, you want to fuck, fuck's good. (laughs) Like, fuck everybody. 
Yeah, fuck whatever moves. And then, and then it kind of like it did it did mature into like you want to be an all rounded great person, and then you'll attract an all rounded great girl like that. Same. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny how that happened, man. It's really funny how it happened. The same guys, because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because at the beginning they were like, it was just, it was basically just manipulation if you think about it. You know, they're just manipulating people into thinking something that not necessarily you are. Yeah. And that, that, you know? that whole thing like with Wedding Crashers too, like it all just, mm-hmm, it all, yeah. it all flew perfectly in 2005 and now it's pretty cringe. Yeah, it's pretty cringe and it's, it's also, it's just that it's been proven that it's all like such a house of cards cause I remember that I saw in the news not too long ago, like that guy Mystery, he was, uh, fuck, who was he? I think he was, he tried to pick up Emma Stone or something like no. that. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I swear to God, I fuck, I can't remember exactly like the news of it. He bit off more than and, he could chew. But, but afterwards he uploaded a video to YouTube. Uh, it was him and another of the, of the pickup artist guys. And he was, and it was a video of him, like, with his cell phone. And he was like, yeah, bitch, you know who I am? I'm mystery. You know, you could be here with us. And it was just him and the other fucking random loser with a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. You know, like, you don't know who I am. I'm mystery. I've been with women all over the world and shit. You know, like, I'm awesome and you missed out. And it was just, it was just cringy. It was like a rant of to, him to, being like the insecure motherfucker that he always was, right? To Emma Stone? I think it was Emma Stone or something like that, man. Oh Here, my god! See, like, miss, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna find it anymore. He got rejected by Emma Stone, so he decided to <laughs> put a video up about him. Like, guess look what you missed out on. Uh, okay, look here. I found it. Look, it says, "Oh, this is 2016." Though that's a pretty recent. Okay, infamous pickup artist Mystery has epic Facebook meltdown. Oh no! It was a matter of time. So it says, if you spend any time watching VH1's dating show, The Pickup Artist, the image of its host, Eric Von Markovic, is no doubt burning to your brain. The infamous pickup artist, who is more commonly known by the stage name Mystery, was instantly recognized by his piercing eyes, his wild hat choices, and goggles. Anything to get noticed? Anything to get noticed by the ladies? Also, black fingernails. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now he's getting noticed for a different but equally depressing reason. He's embarked on what looks to be a classic social media meltdown. At his peak in the mid-2000s, Mystery get... (coughs) Sorry. Gained notoriety by getting paid very handsomely to school men the world over on how to use creepy social tricks (laughs) in order to get women to sleep with them. Perhaps his most famous accomplishment (laughs) was inventing the much-reviled practice of negging in which you say something slightly insulting to a woman to lower her self-esteem and make her more likely to accept your your advances. <laughs> <laughs> in his book, The Mystery Method, How to Get Beautiful Women into Bed, he upset legions of people by doing things like comparing women to cats. <laughs> you have to play hard to get to keep their attention. And repeatedly asserting that it doesn't mean anything when women says no to your advances. <laughs> if he is to be believed, he's just putting up what he calls her anti-slut defense, which can easily be overcome. I, I do think he has a point there, you know? I just think that the people are taking it too literally. It's not like it doesn't mean anything when a woman says no. I, yeah. I feel like this also, too, is just like that's the Brazilian principle. <laughs> like, people in Brazil, it's just like, especially men, it's like if you get rejected, just do it to somebody else. Do somebody else. And there's like there's absolutely zero care about yeah like oh, i have to say face now it's like no nothing happened so just try again yeah 
Understandably, he and the rest of the seduction community have made many enemies by presenting women as sex puzzles who can be solved like Rubik cubes. Well, we can all be solved like Rubik cubes. Sex puzzles. <laughs> yeah. While there was an intense flurry of popular interest in mystery and his fellow artists, it eventually faded, and mystery had been keeping a low prof- profile of late. Uh, he hasn't tweeted since July, and his Facebook page had been eerily silent for quite some time. Until Sunday, that is, when he posted this rather cryptic update. <coughs> oh, oh what could it be? Of, uh, Facebook, and it says, I've been stuck inside without friends or a girlfriend I... or hope of ever seeing my children again for 30 days since New Year's. It's maddening. I'm having a difficult time with survival now. I hate existence. It's futile. It's lonely. It's boring. I didn't deserve this. It's almost too hard to keep going. Yes, Mystery was doing quarantine before we were. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you destroyed he, him. You destroyed he, him. He predicted the coronavirus. It's called just be uh, someone like okay, Mystery. I'm just trying to read. I'm just trying to... No. Okay. Uh, I, I mean... I'm trying to, to read, like, the whole thing, but it's just, like, his tweets. There's nothing about him pick, picking up on somebody. There was uh, one guy I followed. There was one guy I followed named Jordan Harbinger. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, and, and yeah, like, he, he, like, sent me messages, like, inviting me out to his camp. I don't know if it was a bot or him, but he's like, come on out to the camp, man. We've got some really great guys here. We're going to really learn how to become greater people. And he, like, invited me out to Los Angeles. That was... And I was considering, like, should I save money up in my piggy bank when I was, like, 17 years old? Go to Los Angeles to... <coughs> to go to Los Angeles? Really? Learn for whatever this guy's called, like, Snatcher, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing it, but, I mean, like... Yeah, the, the whole... The whole thing, I mean, Mystery himself... I mean, he, he created mm-hmm. a monster. He created a fucking monster. True, yeah, yeah. This, it's just weird, man, like... Like I said, there's there's not there's some truth to like the shit that they talk about in that book, but I don't know. It's just it's just stupid. Something like uh, that could never happen. I'm assuming now, but now imagine if there would be a book for women, like to go pick up men that they. Yeah. Do you think that would happen now? Could that fly? Nah, no, no way. No, like many shit couldn't fly now anymore. Anymore. A lot of shit could not could not fly because people are just way too sensitive. It doesn't say anything about this guy. Like, uh, it, he's now forty eight years old, and that's it. But dude, mystery mystery fell off the map, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he totally disappeared. He's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. What happened to him? Yeah, he's just like a, a really big loser. I remember that even in the book, uh, he was portrayed as like a really insecure loser. Dude, it's it's really funny that like, I I was watching uh the the Last Dance like the documentary with Michael Jordan. Okay. It's like it's not popular on Netflix, and they they show Dennis Rodman, and it's like okay. Dennis Rodman has, has won like five NBA championships, and he's like as insecure yeah. as anybody. Yeah. I know that's that's weird, and he's really friends with fucking uh, Kim Jong Un, is it? Kim Jong Un, yeah, he like shit flies out to North Korea. Maybe he has like an inner Kim yeah, Jong Un, yeah, and, and and he's like buddies with him. I just think that I don't know, like all the money in the world can't make you like a secure person, I guess, or like I don't know. Because Jeff flies out, it, it, like, but it, it amazes me, like, too. 
Hello, you there? Wildly successful. He was, yeah, sorry. He was sleeping with Carmen Electra. He was like, right. All over the whole world. He won everything he could win in the, you know, whatever, NBA, but, uh, He's like world world renowned. People love that guy, and he's still tremendously, yeah. tremendously insecure. Yeah, I, I I think that it happens because I don't know. I guess that in the end, like just just like fucking mystery was saying, I guess he just you just look at like the futility of everything. Because like if you got already all the fucking money in the world, so like what's the point of of getting up every day? You know, like you have everything. Yeah, like you you're, you don't you don't strive towards anything because you can get. Everything basically, you know, like call is it that, monetary is it or whatever. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a multimillionaire. Maybe okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I don't know. People that, just like the people that yeah achieve success and they, they're just fucking enigmas. Enigmas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like it's it's either that or you just like blow all your money on coke and and prostitutes and shit like that you know because you got nothing else to do with all the fucking money and success that you have more than fucking and drinking I guess so I lost you again yeah sorry the connection's really breaking up a little bit here yeah the connection's we're gonna, we're really fucked god damn what? god damn it yeah. quarantine Wait, God so you're moving. Damn quarantine. I gotta move, yeah, I gotta move. Pretty soon, actually. You know, like this this month at least, I gotta move. And you, you know where you're moving? Yeah, I, I already found a place, fortunately. So I just gotta sign, like, the contract and all that, and then I should be done uh, by the end of this month. So I still got a lot of shit to do with this fucking house. You know, I gotta leave it, like... I don't know. I mean, this house is okay. We painted it not too long ago. You helped me paint, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, I did a great so when job. When it comes to painting, yeah, I did a great job. So when it comes to painting, there's nothing like that serious that I need to do with it. So um, I just gotta like, I don't know, do the typical shit, the clean up and all that, and then start moving shit to the other place, which is gonna be a bitch because of the quarantine, also. There's no, like, special permit to just take shit out whenever you want if you're moving? Yeah. Yeah, there is one. There is one. But still, it's going to be harder because of the quarantine and the virus, right? It's, it's not like normal. You know, on on the plus side, there's going to be less traffic, I guess. You know? So it should be easier to move shit around. But I don't know. Just moving, the whole moving process is just really fucked, man. You know, packing up all your shit and then taking it somewhere else and then fitting it in that new place, you know? And I have a lot of shit, man. Like, that's that's my problem. I have a lot of shit. You don't have that much shit, dude. You don't have that much. I have a lot of shit, man. Like, I wish I was... I, I wish I was more of an average Chilean. You know, that uh, that has to ask his mom for money and shit like that. But I don't. That's true. I a, lot a lot of Chilean. Of it's I crazy. Two fucking TVs that are big. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of men aren't, like, really, um... Fuck, what's the word to say? Hey, maybe you should take out, like, the video, maybe. Let's, let's do that, good call. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you took out, like, the video, then maybe you should, it should should work better. I would assume. Ah. Uh, so can you hear me? Can you hear um, me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. I've noticed, so yeah, I've noticed, like... Okay, so, yeah. There are, like, yeah, there are definitely a segment... So... Mm-hmm. I was I was amazed when I came here. Like, 
the amount of people who are well organized. I guess because they have like less stuff mm-hmm. here, so they, they they just yeah take better care of it. Because United States, like people are disorganized. Like they have shit thrown everywhere in an apartment. You walk in, it's like kind of normal. True, true. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I'm older now, but I, I do know a lot of people. They weren't necessarily friends of mine, but I did know a lot of people that didn't have. I don't know. Like whenever they would they would uh, be independent and like move out. I don't know. They'd be like, "Oh, this washing machine. It was my mom's. It's my old my mom's old washing machine, or my mom's old fucking kitchen, or whatever." But I got like most everything here is like basically mine. Like I bought my bed, the fucking fridge, the kitchen. The couches, the fucking TVs, everything. Like I have, I have too much shit. I think. Mm. You know, uh, and then add to yeah. that the fucking add to that the fucking consoles and the video games and the fucking computer here with the two fucking monitors and the paintings and the DVDs and the oh god. <laughs> you know, I just have those are first world problems. I have too much stuff. No, I know it's it's a humble <laughs> brag. It's a humble brag that everyone hates. It's it's. It's a humble brag, yeah. Oh, why do I have so many things? I wish I was poorer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just I wish yeah, I had, so, I wish I had more time. I'm so busy all the time because I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so busy doing stuff. Oh man, I hate it. You know, I wish I was some loser just lying in bed every day. Yeah. So, question. You, I want to ask you. You have Final Fantasy VII and you played it. I beat it already. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It was awesome. Uh, I was actually writing the review for it before we connected here. Oh, really? Okay. Dude, I really fucking want to mm-hmm. hear about that game. Yeah, but you don't have a PS4, though. I don't, but I got a Wii and I got a uh, Genesis. You have a Sega Genesis? All right. Yeah, I got a remastered Genesis, man. Is it the new one, like the classic Genesis? The, I got the classic Genesis with like 80 games, Golden Axe 1 through 3... Oh, really? All Is that, it the one that you buy, like, that that Mini? The Sega Genesis Mini? It's not Mini, but, uh... I don't know if it's Chinese, but it's definitely something weird. It's sure Okay, so, yeah. so it works out. It plays pretty well. I mean, I actually haven't played it in a while. Yeah, uh, I've been wanting to get that so, one. Because you're a fag. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell it to you. I've been wanting I'll to get... It to you. Yeah. I've, I've been wanting to get that one uh, as well as the Super Nintendo Mini, but I can't find them anywhere. Like, I've seen the Super Nintendo Mini for, like, 200 luca. Fuck that. Dude, fuck that. It's like 16 games, man. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and they're old fucking games, too. Like, I don't want to pay that much money for it. Yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my, my console as it is, but I would fucking get a PlayStation 4 just for Final Fantasy VII. Is it, is that good? It's really good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. The chocobo. You know, it's pretty fun. The com, the combat system is there. You have chocobos again. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Are there like also mini games within the game? Because I remember like you could go to an arcade in the original Final Fantasy VII and like play snowboarding and like play. And I had so yeah, much fun but, with this. But this final, yeah, but this story about Final Fantasy VII isn't complete. Oh, uh, so that's all missing. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot. So they're gonna do it like by parts now, right? I guess it's gonna be like part two and part three later or later on. I assume. I don't know. So here, you only play like in story, like eight hours of the original one. It's only up to Midgar. The original one's like fifty hours, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, the total game is like fifty hours. Here, it, it's almost like thirty, forty, but it's only up to Midgar. Like they lengthened the story a little bit. 
Like you, you interact a lot more with Eris and with uh, Jesse and Wedge and all them. I guess they're just you know like getting it ready for later when they fucking die, so that you so that you suffer more through it. Yeah, that like most iconic death in video games of all time, right? Totally, yeah. So there's there's it's, it's not that it's missing shit. It's just that it's not the the complete story yet. So, but but it's all right. You know, it's not a masterpiece by any means. But you'll like it. You'll have fun with it. I had I had tons of fun with it. You got you got to pull the critical. Like, it's not without its flaws, but I think it's true. quite good. <laughs> you fucking do the exactly. same. There's this. There's this. Exactly. There's this British film critic. Have you seen Mark Kermode? No. He's fun. He's a really good film critic. Really? You should send it to me later. I mean, That's I a, don't really normally watch film critics, but I, I could watch that one. <laughs> it's not without flaws. <laughs> this is every fucking movie he does that for. Like, the one, if he likes yeah. the movie, that's what he says. Okay, it's not without its flaws, but but you know, it's like not without its flaws. But I really think they put it together here in that third act is something <laughs> that will, it the, the emotions there, the, the the amount of directions there, and it just the, the whole thing really comes together. Like that's kind of like his his style. And he, but when he te- uh-huh. when he tears apart a movie, it's so good. Really? Okay. He just, yeah, maybe dude, he, maybe I could watch him. He destroys uh, Entourage, Sex in the City two. It's like his most famous like movie destroy. Wow, I actually haven't seen uh, Sex in the City two. He's like, he's just like, oh, it's and the shoes and oh, they're crying because they have too much money and oh, and then <laughs> they need three babysitters and it's just, you're supposed to relate to these people. And he's just losing his shit. <laughs> And he's so British. Yeah. He's just like you, imperialist pig. When he's talking about it, like he's just—he's so angry. <laughs> you imperialist pig. Yeah, I haven't seen Sex in the City too. You I saw tell the first one; it was pretty shit. Yeah, I—I I never like got into it, but it, it, just to see like the the way this guy like just deconstructs things, and because he's British too, and you can tell he hates it because it's like brash, American, obnoxious movie. You know, he, it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did watch Sex and the City, like, the show, like, the six seasons, but I didn't see the second movie. The six seasons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I saw it all. Yeah, I saw Is it that, all, man. So- it's, it's, called, it's called Having a Girlfriend. Oh, nice. Do you feel... Yeah. I, I was, like... I women's perspective mm-hmm. represented in that movie. It, could, could that movie... Could Sex and the City, the series, be made now? Or that would be considered, like... Like a bad representation of women. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I, from what I saw, it was pretty realistic, I guess. I mean, I used to go out a lot with MILFs, man. So I would say it was pretty spot on. I don't know, like, what's the problem? Because I remember once I read something about Sex and the City being machista for some fucking reason. Because now everything is machista. You know, you could but fart it, in, a, in a machista way. But... But at least when I saw it, I didn't see any of that. No, but to... it's also because I'm not. It's also because I'm not a fucking retard either. Uh, there he goes. I, I hit you know, a I, like. I hit a sensitive topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I I know how to differentiate fiction from you know like does does a show about women have to represent women wholeheartedly as they are? Can it be like fiction? Like I can watch an all male cast and. None of them being like me, and I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you it's know, just the like fact, it's just the fact that it, I, it stoops to like our lower instincts. I guess in some way. I mean, maybe I don't know. Like when you watch the A Team, you're not like, oh man, where's that aging bald guy with the? Where's the aging fat guy with the receding hairline? You know, like I don't care about that shit. It's fiction. Yeah, I. You know, and and Sex in the City, like I could understand if it was maybe intended for like an a small a younger audience, maybe. Ah, uh, good point. Maybe yeah. It, maybe it could give them like I don't know certain misconceptions, maybe you know, because it's still fiction, but. You know, it's, it's just it's like a show that was made. Was the the criticism that, that I heard about it is that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a show that was made for adults, right? So, like, so I, what I, if it doesn't represent you? It shouldn't. I know. I guess like the the thing that the criticism that I've heard about it, yeah, the criticism that I've heard about it is that like mm-hmm. this is just for the movie Sex in the City two, and this is Mark Kermode, the, the British reviewer, is just losing his shit. He just was like. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to represent female empowerment that she can buy shoes, like you can buy whatever shoes mm-hmm. she wants. That's that's empowerment for these women, and like yeah, like I, I, it, 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 I guess by showing like materialism as being empowered is dangerous, is what he's saying. Oh, oh, okay. But I mean, it's a product, right? Like they have their sponsors and all that shit, the Manolo Blahniks or whatever. Like they're part of the sponsorship, and I guess. I don't know, like, maybe you should see the movie, because I saw, like, the whole fucking six seasons, and I think, yeah, Carrie was, like, pretty materialistic, uh, to a fault, because she was, she would always end up, like, with douchebag guys, even Mr. Big was a little bit of a douchebag, you know, but Miranda, for example, or Samantha, like, they were all, they were, they all had money, I, I would say that the least empowered one was Charlotte, because she was never, she was always, like, trying to get married, having a baby, you know, all the other ones were, like, yeah, I'll just use my money in whatever the fuck I feel like. Oh, but okay. it is, it is, a, it is, it is an interesting topic, though. Maybe I could make a video on Sex in the City because I, I fucking seen all six seasons of it, man. I swear, I kid you not. Hey, man, I gave you your last idea. You, el, gave, me, you gave me el si se la puede gana. Yeah. Si se la puede gana, man. Yeah, you gave me that one, man. As soon as we hung up that day, I started writing it. I mean, I started watching it again. Yeah, that. I, I guess it's not like as beloved as uh, Bakan and like Chilean lore. No, of course not. Bakan is timeless. It's 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 uh it's a benchmark. Bakan <laughs> <laughs> is a benchmark. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's crazy. That that was like that's the the the, the show that is like in everybody's back of their consciousness. It's like Bakan, like mm-hmm. that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. I guess I could talk about Sex in the City now you bring it up. I don't know. Maybe maybe people wouldn't care that much for it. I don't know. Yeah. I also, yeah. I also like, by looking at today's standards of, like, what is empowerment, maybe, like, back in the 90s, just showing a woman being like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Like, I'll fuck who I want. Like, that was empowerment at that time. And now looking well, through, like, modern it's, eyes. It's, I, mean, I mean, if they think that empowerment is warped in Sex in the City, I think that today is just as, if not more, warped, the whole concept of empowerment. Because I've seen people promoting values of empowerment as, like, just being like men. Yeah, pretty much. You know? A lot, of, a lot like, of it seems like... Yeah, it's just like, like try to be like a guy, you know? Like, cut your hair short, don't shave, you know? That's empowered, No, You're just trying to look like a dude, I guess. You know, I think I think empowerment is like doing whatever you feel that is right, and not without having any type of pressure, be it social or economic. 
And uh, in a way, they're pressuring you to like adhere to you know these new I don't know what to call it canons maybe these new standards of of empowerment when in the end empowerment is different for everybody. But in noticing like your your review for Mujeria Mujeria Arriba, mm-hmm. it, it was it was funny to watch the review because <laughs> it just we just shot all over it. And then like, but yeah, you know, and that one also has like that fucking empowerment title to it, you know, like this is a movie about women that are empowered. No, they're not. They're just women that are like douchebags. They can only think about dick, you know. They're like being men. So they say men, all they do is objectify women and look at them, looking at them like pieces of meat. And then you got this movie where women do the exact same thing. So which one is it, girls? It's weird. I still think that like that's maybe like a half step of empowerment compared to what it was like. That still in itself, like having a, I don't know if like Chile had a movie before that was like all female leads. Yeah, I mean, I just think that the problem is that they're trying to sell something that is really intangible and that really differs uh, person to person. Because maybe for a woman, being empowered is like selling pictures of herself naked, you know, and not having to depend on some husband getting home and giving her money to, to do laundry, right? But some people are not okay with that. They say that they say that sex work isn't empowering because I don't know for reasons, right? So I think that's a problem with the whole empowerment agenda or trying to push it as a good is that it, it differs from everybody. You know, like what is empowering to me and you maybe is not empowering to somebody else. But they still have to like find what what is like the common denominator, and the fact that that movie, in some ways, hit a common denominator for like certain. Women in Chile is just like, it's it's like crazy. <laughs> like that. Thing. Yeah, so Sex in the City was a fucking phenomenon worldwide. You know. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I, I guess it's like few people, few women. I guess like feel represented in in media. So anything that comes their way now is just like, whoa, shit. Yeah, it could be, but I don't know where that feeling comes from either. But that's that's a whole another topic that we could leave for next episode. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to open up too many cans of worms here. There you go. Yeah, come on, leave some for later, buddy. Don't go choking on on all these uh, sensitive issues that we could stumble upon later, and uh, then get fumed for it. I'm seeing all these all these topics as as penises, and I'm Samantha, and I just want to jump on and all of them. You're being Samantha. Yeah, you want to suck on on them all, suck them dry. <laughs> okay, so that will be it then for our new episode of What Wea Podcast. Hopefully, you have enjoyed it. Remember that you we can follow us. On what way podcast on Instagram, and also, are you gonna upload these to YouTube in the end, or what? What's the deal? I'll probably upload at least one of them over the next week or so. Cool. Alrighty. So um, that was it. Thank you very much. Do you have any closing comments? Uh, I mean, no, nothing too much. I'm, I'm gonna do an online show. I finally decided I will do an online show. Really? And you're gonna charge for it? Yeah. Cool. Cool. So when is it? When are you going to do it? It's probably going to be twenty uh, third. It's going to be like late uh, May, and on, okay, on a Saturday, right. yeah. Ah, okay. So, but when you do have the date, then you'll let us know. Let everybody know. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll be first in line, won't you? I will. I will. I'll even pay for it, you fuck. So, so <laughs> I can say how shitty it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I can appear another video of like this is what people do when they have nothing else to do they appear on Chilean television yeah you fuck yeah this is what people do in quarantines yeah (laughs) 
All right, man. So that was it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.